today on Social Endeavor, I'm, I have a guest who is a writer, Casey Smolsky, and so welcome. Thank you very much for being on the podcast. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, so do you refer to yourself as like a novelist or a writer? Um, you know, I used to call myself a novelist, and then one of my professors was telling me this story of working at a publishing house, and his editor that he was working under, like, said that nobody was, like, allowed to call themselves a novelist unless they'd been, like, writing novels for, like, years and years. Wow. Yeah. And I think that's kind of legit, right? It's supposed to be a bit... Yeah, it's a word that's really about a lifelong calling. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I'm too... I mean, I have written a novel, but I'm... I don't know that I'm a novelist yet. Okay, maybe after a couple more. Yeah, like... I think I have to have, I think it's actually mostly about time. Okay. Yeah. I think it's that I have to still be writing novels like 20 years from mm-hmm. now. And if that is true, then I guess I'm probably a novelist at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like calling yourself a New Yorker. I've heard people like can't really say that they are until 10 years, so. I yeah, don't I don't know about that, but that, yeah, yeah it sounds similar. Sounds similar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, I just wanted to start with the first question as, um, what is your artist's beginning? So take us back to the very beginning of your, um, art career. When were you first inspired by, um, writing and knew that was for you? Hmm. That last bit of the question you just said, inspired mm-hmm. by writing. Mm-hmm is a really interesting one because I don't actually... I think that I started writing way before I ever got inspired by writing. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I was writing at probably six or seven years old. Um, I was writing before I knew how to type wow. on the keyboard. So how did you do that? Um, <laughs> like any great writer, uh, I gave dictation to my mom, and she was very indulgent and actually let me write stories that way. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So, so what was, like, your first story? Uh, my first story that I really remember... Via dictation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was via dictation. Wow. Was... It was a space opera story uh-huh. and it was about the good guys the bad guys so right there a perfect yep. protagonist antagonist Absolutely. and a space war which you know that's great uh-huh. and um and there was a space griffin oh. somewhere in it mm-hmm. and lots of lasers i think okay. yeah yep yep so you know instant classic of course yeah (laughs) yeah that's so cool Mm -hmm. um has any of those themes throughout your life (laughs) stuck with you until now (laughs) (laughs) yes the theme of lasers um oh my gosh yeah that's funny you prepared that question having no idea what was going to happen (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess I have always liked science fiction. Okay. So, um, so maybe that mm-hmm. that has stuck. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. So, what have some of your highlights been um, in your, I guess, career writing career? Mm-hmm. 
like, uh, what's a highlight? Like, maybe pivotal moments of, um, maybe, like, writing in your childhood and then leading up to school. Um, I guess I'm just curious, like, how you chose to, like, pursue education. Because a lot of artists, I feel like, um, don't pursue even education or, like, grad school, which, you know, you're in the middle of, um, or you finished. Technically both. Okay. (laughs) 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 So I was right either way. Yeah. Um, but you know what I mean? It's like, so do you have kind of like a moment in time where you're like, Hmm. kind of had to figure out like, is this for me? Um, Yeah, no, I didn't have one of those. Okay. I didn't have one of those at all. Did you um, always know? Yeah. Okay. That's, I mean, I guess that's the thing. It's like sure. you start so young that yeah. you just, I was just never not huh. writing. Yeah. So it wasn't even really a question that I entertained. And I guess, I mean, as far as education goes, um, it was the number one priority mm-hmm. for what I wanted to get out of my education. Mm-hmm. So I, um, I went to Sarah Lawrence College because I knew that they were really demanding Mm -hmm. in terms of writing and um yeah they just they ask a lot of their students Mm -hmm. um like that the output in in courses kind of across the board is writing Mm -hmm. so it's not just that it is a good school for studying literature but it's like whatever you're studying they expect a lot of writing from you on it yeah so I mean it's like yeah so I wrote a ton just a crazy number of essays Mm -hmm. when I was there and that's what I wanted Mm -hmm. right and then Mm -hmm. I you know I took fiction workshops Mm -hmm. there too and stuff like that and then um yeah and then when I applied to Columbia that was just because um I don't know, I felt like I had a lot to learn, which I think I still feel, mm-hmm. and I wanted to, um, yeah, I wanted to be the best that I could be, mm-hmm. which I feel like, you know, mm-hmm. you take every opportunity you can. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So what was your major at Sarah Lawrence? Was it writing? I mean, technically, we d- <laughs> it's one of those liberal arts schools mm-hmm. where they don't have majors. Oh, okay. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> So, I mean, I got a Bachelor of the Arts, you know, liberal arts was my degree. But yeah, I I kind of studied stuff across the board. I took Mm -hmm. philosophy and history. Um, I took astrophysics. Cool. Yeah, it's just kind of like, yeah, go for it. Yeah. Um, So I don't even know, like, if I technically, yeah, I I mean, I guess I have the degree in the arts, but I, what I studied was primarily about what I was interested in as far as writing Mm -hmm. so okay yeah cool and then what was your exact um graduate title for the at Columbia oh master's in fine arts okay yeah yeah um in creative writing okay I guess cool fiction whatever something yeah something like that yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) something ambiguous right right it's cool yeah yeah very good (laughs) Well, we've chatted a little bit about the artist gap and um, about Ira Glass and stuff. Um, oh, yeah. Like closing the gap and doing producing a lot of work. So I'm <laughs> assuming that um, your college education helped with that, like just producing a ton of writing. Yeah, definitely. Um, so that's cool. How are you 
still able to do that now? Like, do you do you find yourself in that gap, or like, how do you how would you rate yourself on that? Um, I mean, I feel like I think writing is a process of wrestling with that every day Mm -hmm. because it's like, how do I communicate exactly? You know, you want to be in charge of how your audience is thinking and feeling, Mm -hmm. essentially, every time you're putting words down on the page. And, yeah, I think it's just, that struggle is never over. I think what, as far as what Ira was saying, that was more like, um, right, wasn't it the distance between taste and ability? Yeah. Like that you can, you can read stuff and be like, damn, that was really good, but then you can't ever write anything that you feel like lives up to that. Yeah. I think that that, that period of life was like probably until 22. Okay. At least Mm -hmm. 23. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So more than 10 years of not Mm -hmm. being able to do what I wanted to do. Yeah. But you just keep going, I guess. Yeah. Well, that's cool that you can like see that and you're kind of on the other side now yeah I definitely am Mm -hmm. I definitely would say I'm on the other side like I I I occasionally finish things (laughs) that I'm like okay well Mm -hmm. that's done Mm -hmm. now yeah right but definitely like in process during the day Mm -hmm. I mean I think if you you know if you go on to interview a lot more writers on this show like a lot of them will talk about this idea of like how do I say what I really want to say and it's not there's so much that goes into that. There's a lot of subtlety mm-hmm. in getting people to feel things. That's mm-hmm. um, tricky. Yeah. So I feel like it's never a completely solved question. Yeah. But certainly, I'm not like daunted mm-hmm. by it anymore. Good. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So cool. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right? Yeah, it does. Like you, yeah. Have you, I mean, yeah, no, I was curious about that and, like, how the artistic process works for writers as opposed to, say, Greta, um, who is mm. an actress. You know, like, I right. think, yeah, our level of success is so different. It's different. So yeah. I was just curious what it was for you. Like, when I talk to people in my school who were, like, painters, mm-hmm. you know, there's this idea of, like, well, when do you decide that the painting is finished? Yeah. When, when do you put down the brush? Mm-hmm. And it's not always easy to determine, mm-hmm. right, when you've actually kind of crossed yeah. the gap yeah. that you were hoping to cross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So, like, who inspires you to keep going then? You know? <laughs> 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 Since I think it's such a, like, experience of endurance and perseverance. Yeah. Probably more so than other areas. Or other artistic interests. It can take a long-ass time to write a novel. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, who inspires me? Um, I don't know that there are figures that I really look to mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. I honestly think that a lot of that is internal. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's, it's closer to a feeling of, um, you know, I just have to keep doing it because mm-hmm. I wouldn't be happy mm-hmm. if I wasn't doing it mm-hmm. and so yeah mm-hmm. you just keep going yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's yeah. like no other way yeah it's kind of a compulsion almost mm-hmm. a little bit mm-hmm. so I think that that's just uh you know God wires people for certain things definitely right yeah and so some of us 
for whatever reason, like, have a better day if we've gotten words down on the page. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Hmm. Um, so I was wondering also how, how do you support other artists, like, I guess, in school? And then how, what, what do you find helpful to you, um, like, when friends... Hmm. You know, does that make sense? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like what, what helps me out or like mm-hmm. makes me feel like I have the support of a community? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's a hard one for writers cause mm-hmm. it's so solitary. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely know like in school, I felt like the n- number one thing that I did was just make a priority of, um, taking other people's work really seriously Mm -hmm. as seriously as I was taking my own. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think I, yeah, I think I very consistently made sure that I was giving people feedback that I was, uh, reading their stories closely Mm -hmm. and, um, just working hard on their stuff, Mm -hmm. taking validation not necessarily validation. I mean, mostly criticism, right? Because okay, the yeah. the writing workshop is really, it's, you know, mm-hmm. it's critiqueville. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would try and I think I would always try and look for something to validate in a piece as far as like, oh, like this is interesting for the following reasons, mm-hmm. or I see you doing something here that I think you can push even further, mm-hmm. and like here's why. Mm-hmm. Um, so constructive, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. Um, you know, and then I, I think I, I think going to readings is, is something I'm still getting my head around. Mm-hmm. But I can, I'm starting to see why that has meaning. Okay. Because um, it's just spending time on people. Yeah. Right? Which is, it's actually a huge resource to spend your time on others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What does that look like? Um, well, I mean, there's readings happening all over New York City all the time. Mm-hmm. So there's constant, you know, mm-hmm. there, there's, uh, you know, there's no shortage of mm-hmm. opportunities to go hear people read. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it's just making a priority of like when you see that, okay, your friends are going to be in such and such an event, mm-hmm. you know, if you, if you physically can go, yeah. like just do it. Go. Yeah, mm-hmm. just, you know, be their moral support a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I like to think they would do the same for me, but I haven't given a reading yet, so we'll find out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anyone scheduled? Yeah. Okay. Uh, actually, it's kind of funny timing, but next week is going to be the first ever reading that I do. Perfect. Yeah, it's weird. Are you excited? <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I think I am a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't really know... Yeah, it's just, that is, again, that's one of those things that I think, had I been doing this in New York and been part of this culture, that would have been so much more of a norm Mm -hmm. that it would have been something I just would have already done Mm -hmm. by now. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just kind of, when I was writing my book, I was just, you know, I just did it all Mm -hmm. myself. I didn't really have a I didn't have a community of other writers in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I didn't really have hmm. much of anybody. Um, I didn't let anybody read it, mm-hmm. read even parts of it until I was finished, at least with a rough draft. Okay. So it was like a couple years of not 
of, you know, it was entirely my own thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So this might be kind of a refreshing experience. Right? <laughs> I oh, hope so. Yeah. yeah, no, I think this is probably like a healthier way to yeah. <laughs> pursue a career. Um, not be locked up for years on end. Yeah. Um, <laughs> going crazy. Cool. Yeah. Well, good luck. Thanks. Mm-hmm. What was the, um, that was a two part question. Yeah. I think I only answered one part. Oh, that's okay. Um, yeah, I think how do people support you mm. and how like how do I feel supported by people mm-hmm. that one is so hard for me to answer well first of all go to your reading <laughs> yeah I mean yes that I guess Sorry. see that's good readings are good they lower the bar for that because otherwise yeah. I feel like I really don't know what I would say mm-hmm. um you know mm-hmm. I'm not I think I've just completely let go of the idea of like um I don't want I want to be friends with my friends um, just because. And I don't want there to be uh, looming expectations over them to read my Mm -hmm. material Mm -hmm. or care about it or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I think I... I I don't know that that's the right view, Mm -hmm. but I think I've just gotten so... I have already done this for so long, having Mm -hmm. nobody really care about it except for myself, Mm -hmm. that... I don't feel like I necessarily need people, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's nice. It's nice if you've read my book. Don't get me wrong. Like, mm-hmm. I freaking love having fans like Greta. Yeah. That's great, mm-hmm. you know? That doesn't ever get old. Right. I guess that's what I'm saying. Sure. But I don't necessarily think that it's realistic to expect... Mm-hmm. Not everyone loves every book. Right. Right? Yeah. So, like, what what realistically can I expect from people mm-hmm. some people don't even read books mm-hmm. which like whatever I mean that's on you I it's <laughs> a lot well, of judgy things I could say about that but the point is like why should I you know yeah yeah I don't have to put that on somebody else mm-hmm. um yeah I don't know yeah. my thinking on that is still obviously I don't really know to be defined yeah tbd <laughs> yeah good that's good uh-huh. um so are there like i'm curious what books have inspired your work hmm. and someone asked me a question just yesterday that i thought would be interesting to ask you okay um so if you could have like said you have written a book that's yeah. like kind of famous or even not like which <laughs> one would it be really yeah isn't that a good question Ooh. yeah that's oh man that's a really good question. I mean, besides your own, obviously. Right. But... Yeah. <laughs> the Water Sign by C.S. Samalski. That's what I choose. Yeah. Um, yeah. What would I choose? Wow. I I get so like nervous around questions like this. Oh, I'll answer first. Okay. Yes. Yes. Good. I wish I could have written Pride and Prejudice. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm, yeah. Because it's so smart and funny. And so complex hmm. and many different people. So, yes. So you, that's interesting. The way that you think about it is the qualities of the book mm-hmm. reflect the qualities of the person. Yes. Yeah. I so. That is, yeah. See, that's almost like a, that's almost like if you could be any book, what would you yeah. be? Right? <laughs> I suppose. 
rather than if I could have said that I had written any book, what would I say? Mm-hmm. Actually, okay, and here's mm-hmm. one other wrinkle to introduce to this. Yeah. Um, so there are occasionally authors who write one really great book mm-hmm. right off the bat, mm-hmm. and then the rest of them don't really go anywhere. Mm-hmm. So if I choose, like, you know, crime and punishment or mm-hmm. something like I kind of, I'm looking like a dud right now. Like, I'm a one-hit wonder at that point. You know, so it's almost like, I wonder if I should choose, like, one that's maybe really not so good Mm -hmm. so I can, like, have more of a ramp of, like, no, but, like, book four or five will be really great. Yeah. And you can see my whole progression as an artist. Sure. You know, versus like you, if you've already written the opus, then it's hanging over you from yeah. then on out. You have to outdo yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's the pressure. <laughs> <laughs> see, this is a stressful question. It is. It is. Um, wow. Yeah. All these, uh, all these gray areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, man. See, that's what makes it hard for me to answer. Because mm-hmm. there are books that I love. There's books right behind you on that bookshelf that I could be like, definitely that one because right. it's amazing. Yeah. But mm-hmm. really, since, I mean, yeah, that you really think about it in terms of your career. Like, actually, if I had produced that X number of years ago, you know, mm-hmm. I'd have a a lot to outdo because mm-hmm. <laughs> they're really great Fire. masterpieces tend to be yeah yeah you tend yeah. to only get one of those hmm, that's really interesting yeah huh. yeah yeah um well we sorry sorry i way overanalyzed that i'm sorry really <sighs> i ruined it <laughs> i know um, but maybe um to turn it back around to a question about your work. Um, so you have written and published one book. Yes. Um, and what is that called again? The Water Sign. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so how, how do you feel like completing one work and then moving on? Is the work you're working on now anything like the other one? or? Mm. Yeah, a little okay. bit. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty... But it's not a series or anything. No. I, I mean, I was told specifically before going to graduate school to work on something completely different than anything you had ever written before. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least maybe not that extreme, but work on something brand new. Mm-hmm. Because that it would get you to challenge yourself, which mm-hmm. would then help you make the most of the classes. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. So... So this book is pretty different. Um, it's not, it's really not strictly science fiction. It's set in 2011, right? Okay. So it's actually much more like contemporary mm-hmm. fiction. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then it has weird things going on for it, mm-hmm. but like um, it is not, I think the the first novel that I wrote is in a lot of ways, a traditional genre fiction book. And this second book is really not. Probably. Okay. Or at least that's what I think right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Cool. So do you have, like, a bunch of ideas, like, sitting in a queue in your mind that you want to write someday? Ah, uh, that's... Yeah, some people do. I think that I probably... Um, I think I really only have, like maybe one other big one okay. I take a long time things sit like things stick around in my head mm-hmm. for a long time before they mm-hmm. 
turn into stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like, I have one short story idea that I'm mm-hmm. not currently working on. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. And I have maybe one other idea for a novel, kind of, mm-hmm. that I'm not currently working on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, maybe that is weird. <laughs> <laughs> But it makes sense to kind of, like, put all of your energy into one project and then finish that. Yeah. Right? That's, I'm much, I think just naturally I'm much more that way. Mm -hmm. Like, I think the one thing that I'm thinking about the most is whatever I'm currently doing. Mm -hmm. And I just try and throw my whole life into it, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Cool. Oh. So what does a successful day of writing look for you? Like, do you like to do a couple of mm. hours at a time? Or... <laughs> <laughs> that's another good question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I don't think that, I think that's different for everybody. Sure. Um, you know, I used to think it was about a word count. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that was at a point where I was sort of more comfortable with a sloppier method of initial execution Mm -hmm. (laughs) so now I feel like I think the newest thing that I've come on to that I think is really great is that I can work just long enough to get done the thing that I was most excited about yesterday Mm -hmm. um while leaving something that I'm really excited about for tomorrow, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So you always have something to come back to Okay. that way. That's what I feel like is a really good day of writing. Mm-hmm. I actually think, you know, I mean, it's great if you can do 5,000 or 10,000 words in one day and mm-hmm. you're in love with all of them. And mm-hmm. I'm sure that's an amazing experience, but then it's like, well, then you have to, you know, you have to leave yourself something to come back to. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. So I try and be a little bit more maybe modest with myself now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. So I guess um, in conclusion, um, you had mentioned about what you learned in a graduate class that your professor said about just keep doing it and the people who are successful in the long term um and the fact that they like the important part is just to keep going just to keep going right Mm -hmm. is so I guess with my last question I'm wondering from your perspective what would you say to somebody who is um wanting to write and like maybe get a book published or Mm. you know just would you say it's something along the same vein or something different? Um, I mean, wanting to write and wanting to get a book published are two separate things. <laughs> I guess that's what I would first, like, caution them. Sure. Like, if they really just want to get a book published, mm-hmm. I don't know what to tell you because I think that getting a book published actually kind of sucks. Okay. It's kind of not... Uh, well, what I mean, the process of getting it published mm-hmm. is not easy. Mm-hmm. That's the part where it's all rejection Mm -hmm. and misery and angst and, like, do I have the right agent and why won't this person call me back? And, like, God, even once you get it in, then it's like, oh, they're messing up the cover. That's Mm -hmm. not the way I want it to look. And 
this person sent me all these corrections, but these things are actually wrong. Hmm. That part is actually kind of stressful and not fun. (laughs) I think, I think at least. Um, It's no longer glamorous. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, it's not. I mean, definitely, okay, the the glamorous part is when you have the book Mm -hmm. at the end, Mm -hmm. right? But then you're actually done. You've been published. You don't have to deal with get. (laughs) You don't have to deal with the actual rigmarole you went through to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but but for writing, I mean, really the only thing that matters is um, approach it in a way that you um, can have fun mm-hmm. doing it. Mm-hmm. That's I think that's really the only thing that matters at some level. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, um, and it's great to have ambitions and aspirations and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not... If you want to write a masterpiece, like, that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to write a masterpiece. Everybody should probably want, I mean, why not? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But but don't, um, in my program, I think that we talked a lot about the idea of, like, if you get caught up too much in that idea of trying to be something or live up to something, you know, you'll rob the joy out of it mm-hmm. for yourself. Yeah. And you probably won't write the masterpiece because you'll stop being true Mm -hmm. it'll be a put on yeah somehow Mm -hmm. right well it's just so interesting about like what makes a masterpiece because i always think of the great gatsby yeah yeah and how the success of that story wasn't even um finalized until later yeah yeah, much quite a bit later yeah so yeah which is actually i mean and that's not an unusual story by any means right so many of the books that are you know, regarded as great in mm-hmm. the Western canon, had almost no reception mm-hmm. when they first showed up. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I interrupted you. What no, were you no, going to no. say about The Great Gatsby? No, I think um, it just kind of, like, explains how how it is important that artists should just keep doing what they they do because you never know, you know, when it's oh, going yeah. to... Um, you might not even know. be alive. Right. For it. Which I mean, is kind of depressing. But. Yeah, that's the sad. That's like the sad stuff about mm-hmm. it. But, but then see, and that's why, unless you can have fun yes. doing it, because yeah. all you're gonna get to experience on this side of heaven mm-hmm. is, in all likelihood, just the fun of doing it. I mean, yeah. that's great. Sometimes people do experience tremendous success when yeah. they're alive. But, mm-hmm. but really, I mean. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you have your sights set so high, mm-hmm. you know, you may you may disappear mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> for a while before some lovely graduate student comes along and mm-hmm. you know rediscovers you. Yeah. And so, why would you? I mean, why would you spend a whole lifetime chasing success for now mm-hmm. if you there's no way that you can actually engineer it, mm-hmm. right? And it's just going to make you unhappy. Yeah. Like, you should just be doing it because you love sitting down in front of the page. Mm-hmm. Or whatever it is. Yeah. You know, whatever your art is. Mm-hmm. Um, do it because it brings you joy in the act of creation. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and let history vindicate you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because yeah. sometimes it needs that time, too. You know, like, people might value it because of the time that it's been since it was created oh yeah i mean it's like we use that phrase you know this work was ahead of its time yeah you hear that all the time Mm -hmm. um i mean that's Mm -hmm. like 
<laughs> that phrase is probably trotted out every time that the Guggenheim reveals a new exhibit. It's like, yeah. oh, yes, this work was disregarded, but mm-hmm. it was ahead of its time, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And, I mean, you can beat your head against the wall trying to be in your time. Yeah. But I don't think people get to choose Mm-mm. is the other thing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, really... If you're ahead of your time, it's because your brain just happened to be working differently than everybody else around you, and there is nothing you could do about it. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And so you can't you can't aim for that, and you also can't undo that mm-hmm. if that's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know? That's just what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Very cool. Make your peace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yep. So true. Can I can I interview yeah. you? Oh, Do I sure. get to ask you questions? Okay. I mean, I feel like you've asked me so many. Sure. Um. So. So um, is that what this is for you? Yeah, it's because originally, like, if people were to ask like what my art is, I would say photography. Yeah. Um, but doing this podcast has been kind of a lifelong vision and passion, I guess. I wanted to support artists in whatever way that looks, and I feel like I was just inspired to do this. And I'm like, maybe this is my channel, you know, yeah. to do it. So um, maybe that'll change in the future, and I don't know what it's going to become or, you know, but it's like kind of was like that. I was like, I just need to do this. It's not going to be great, and I may not reach a lot of people, but... Mm. You know, if I can help one person by offering empathy and validation for what they do, then I will have succeeded. Oh, that's great. Cool, What a good, no, that's, you're like a good Samaritan (laughs) for artists. I mean, we need people like you. Cool, yeah. Yeah. Well, this certainly, you know, you asked me before, you said what was something that people can do to support you. Mm -hmm. I guess caring about what you think Mm -hmm. and feel Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. which i just feel like that's like good advice for being a human you know (laughs) so really like if you want to support your local artist just you know Mm -hmm. ask them questions and be invested in who they are and what it is they do Mm -hmm. you know absolutely it's true for all of us yeah we all need that Mm -hmm. that's really all you need to do i know pretty much which you've done a very good job of you had some great questions thanks yeah (laughs) Um, that's cool. So you're, you feel like, do you feel like you're in the Ira Glass gap right now? Um, I think I was, and... Whoa, you're already past it. No, no. That's great. That's huge. I, yeah, I think that I, I'm at the point where it's like, I know what I want to do more of. Before it was just like, I just have to do a lot of work, like you said. Um, so that meant, like, taking photos of, like, kids or couples or... You know, I I never wanted to be, like, a portrait photographer, but, um, so then I finally landed on photojournalism, and I'm like, this, this is what I want. So, huh. yeah, so I feel like doing a lot of work helped, um, and how I explained it to somebody that yesterday, it was kind of like throwing a bunch of stars up in the sky, like, you have this blank sky, 
yeah. at first, and you just like throw one up, and it's all scattered, and then but pretty soon, the more you do it, the more the stars align, huh. which is like so cliche and dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, now in this metaphor, am I a star? According <laughs> to this metaphor, um, maybe for the podcast, yeah, these were like <laughs> star episodes. <laughs> yeah, starring, starring Casey Samalski. Yeah. Wow. No, but it was similar for this one too. This project because at the very beginning like the very first podcast you can listen to it was just literally me and my friends talking and talking about traveling and dancing and like being in a community and and then it like morphed into like oh I really like art and then artists and then now it's this so you found you slowly found your path yeah so it's kind of fun to do that for like everything yeah so man yeah and I really, I like writing as well, so I'm kind of, I'm trying to do more poetry and, like, do that process for that, you know, so it's super fun. Yeah. I just want to encourage people to do that, like, whatever, I like to ask people, like, if you could do anything, what would it be? You mm-hmm. know, people never think that they're good enough. Um, hmm. But again, like, if you just do that thing, like, you're going to get better at it. You can't not get better at something. Right. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. And now... Um, this is your thing. Now it's my thing. Getting better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really fun. It's really fun to just do more of that thing that yeah. you love. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Would you say that that was true for you, or again, you just always knew what you liked to write about? Yeah, I mean, I think I was doing it before I even knew it was a thing. Cool. Right? That is awesome. Yeah. So, you know, you, you probably feel that feeling right now. It's like you're mm-hmm. in your groove. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. You just notice that there's a sense of satisfaction mm-hmm. that comes from doing this that's different. Mm-hmm. And you want more of it. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So. Always stay curious. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Thanks, right. Autumn. Well, thank you. Thanks for being on the show. Yeah. <laughs>